Welcome to the Pain Rehab Podcast, brought to you by PainRehabSource.com, where you can find the information you need to understand chronic pain and get back to living the life you love. And now for your guide, Dr. Evan Parks. Calming Breath and Physical Exercise. In this podcast, I'll be giving some simple guidance on using the calming breath while doing some moderate exercise like walking, cycling, using an elliptical machine, or maybe even jogging. To keep the instructions simple, I'm only going to focus on walking in this podcast. In the previous podcast, I covered the calming breath exercise. Now, the calming breath exercise is also called diaphragmatic breathing or belly breathing. For a review of how to do the calming breath, check out the previous podcast or watch me explain the breathing pattern on YouTube. You can just type in Dr. Evan Parks into YouTube and find videos related to this podcast. Here are the basics of the calming breath using only your nose. Nose breathing will be important when we combine the calming breath with physical exercise. To practice, place your hand on your stomach just above your belly button and below your ribs. Breathe in slowly through your nose and picture all the air coming in and going down into the bottom portion of your lungs, pushing down toward your hips. Feel the stomach push against your hand as your stomach rises and your breath is coming in. Secondly, breathe out slowly and quietly through your nose. The third part of this breathing exercise is to pause your breath as you exhale. You hold your empty breath for the count of two before you breathe in again. So here are all the parts together. Inhale through your nose on the count of four. Exhale through your nose on a count of six. And then pause with an empty breath for a count of two. If you ever feel a bit lightheaded, your inhale is probably a bit too deep. Remember, this is not deep breathing, but slow, quiet breathing. Your goal is to breathe so quietly that a person next to you would hardly even notice your breathing. Now, we're going to turn this simple breathing exercise into something that will help you develop more stamina, calm down your nervous system, and increase your oxygen intake while you are busy during your day or you're exercising. If you struggle with fatigue during the day, this next level of this breathing exercise can really help. When using the calming breath while doing physical exercise, we are going to only breathe through the nose. Now this might sound difficult, because we are going to be taking in a little bit less air as we breathe. But as you will see, there are many benefits to this type of breathing. Here's a little bit on the science of breathing. The air we breathe in contains oxygen. The oxygen is used by the body to help with metabolism or using the fuel that the body has. The breakdown of that fuel releases carbon dioxide. We usually think of CO2 as just a waste product, but it's not. CO2 is actually necessary 
in our bloodstream for the red blood cells to release oxygen that it's carrying. The red blood cells have a special cell called hemoglobin, which is a protein, that carries oxygen to where it needs to go. We want the hemoglobin to let go of the oxygen that it's carrying so that it can feed tissue and organs that are receiving this precious element of life. Now, in order for the hemoglobin to release oxygen, we need carbon dioxide in the bloodstream. When the CO2 levels are right, we become very efficient at using the oxygen that we have. If CO2 is too low, we become tired easily. That's because not enough oxygen is getting released from the hemoglobin into our body. Now, this whole process is called the Bohr effect in science and in medicine. You might not have heard of the Bohr effect, but you probably have heard that iron is related to our tiredness. Now, let me tie all this together. If our iron levels are low, so will the number of hemoglobin protein cells in our body because iron is necessary to produce those cells. If we don't have enough hemoglobin protein cells in our body, in the bloodstream, in the red blood cells, then there's not going to be enough oxygen that's getting carried throughout our body. And the sign of that is going to be tiredness because of the lack of exchange of oxygen into the tissue where it needs to go. To increase our oxygen exchange within our body, we do not need to take in more oxygen by breathing harder. We need to have more CO2, more carbon dioxide, in our bloodstream. If you use a pulse oximeter, you can see that right now your oxygen levels are probably between 95% and 99% in your bloodstream. There is plenty of oxygen in our bloodstream at any time for the activities that we're doing. To increase the efficiency of the oxygen that we have, we need a slight increase in the amount of CO2 or carbon dioxide. And we can do that by breathing less, which is we're going to be doing a little bit by breathing through the nose, or by extending our exhale with a slight hold at the end of the breath. When we hold our breath, the buildup of CO2 triggers the reflex in our body to take a breath in. One measure of our breathing capacity, which is how efficient our body is using the oxygen that it has, is to see how long it takes for you to breathe in when you hold your breath. Now, to find out how sensitive your body is to CO2, you can take the BOLT test. The word BOLT stands for Body Oxygen Level Test, B-O-L-T. First thing you want to do is get a timer, a stopwatch, or the second hand of watch that you can see. Then, take in a normal breath through your nose and allow a normal breath out through your nose. Hold your nose with your fingers to prevent air from entering your lungs. Then time the number of seconds until you feel the first definite desire to breathe or the first stress of your body urging you to breathe. The sensations might be 
the need to swallow or constriction of your airways. You may also feel the first involuntary contractions of your breathing muscles in your stomach or your throat as the body gives the message to resume breathing. Release your nose, stop the timer, and breathe in again through your nose. Your inhalation at the end of the breath should be calm. You're not trying to hold your breath as long as you can, just waiting for that urge. Then resume normal breathing. If your urge to breathe started in less than 20 seconds, your body's going to be less efficient in using oxygen. And the more you're going to have to breathe when you're exercising, and the more out of breath you'll get when you're doing daily activities throughout the day. Once you have your bolt score, practice the calming breath pattern of four breaths in, six out with a hold of two, and do that approximately ten times in a row. After the tenth cycle, on your last exhale, hold your empty breath until you begin to feel and urge to breathe. You might only be able to hold your empty breath for about 15 or 20 seconds before you begin to feel the need to inhale. You're not trying to hold your breath as long as you can, just until you feel the sensation of needing to breathe. To increase your breath hold time, simply practice holding an empty breath. Remember, this is not holding your breath as long as you can. It's just extending the length of time that you can go before feeling this strong urge to breathe in again. With consistent practice over several weeks, you can extend your bolt score to about 30 or 40 seconds. A bolt score in this range is associated with great cardiovascular endurance and energy throughout the day. If you have obstructive breathing problems or you're pregnant, have epilepsy or blood pressure problems, Avoid using this technique. When starting any new physical exercise like this, make sure that you have clearance from your doctor. Once you're starting a regular practice of holding an empty breath and you're increasing your bolt score, you can also use this breathing pattern while walking. This means that you will occasionally hold an empty breath slightly with every exhale. As you are walking, about once every three or four minutes, hold your empty breath while you continue to walk. Not just for two seconds, but as long as you can go. When you begin to feel the slight urge to breathe, take a breath in and then breathe naturally. Time how long you can go comfortably while you're walking or count the number of steps that you take until you feel the urge to breathe in. Over time, you will increase your hold time and increase how efficiently you are using the oxygen that's in your blood. There is a whole lot of science behind this exercise that I'm not going to cover here, but you can follow the work of Patrick McEwen if you want to learn more about this. I use the nose breathing pattern when I run, and I can jog for long distances while breathing only through my nose. It has helped me to be much more relaxed while I run, 
and more efficient with the use of the oxygen that I have. To learn more about simple, easy-to-use breathing exercises, stay connected to the Pain Rehab Podcast and learn more about the benefits of breathing. I look forward to talking with you again. Thank you for listening to the Pain Rehab Podcast. Please sign up for our newsletter at painrehabsource.com and stay current with the latest articles, resources, and podcasts.